Welcome in to DNVR Bets Daily. RK and Professor Dre here on the show. As always, we're excited today. We're going to have a great show with you talking a little bit of NBA futures with our guy Harrison Wynn. But first, Dre, I have a new enemy. I have a new enemy in the soccer world, oh, and no. it is Juventus. Juventus is dead to me, just like Lazio before them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what a wild day. Uh, in the Italian league, neither of us happy because, well, from a betting perspective, at least, I'm, I'm frankly, I haven't been uh, that excited watching a soccer game in quite a long time because uh, my guys, AC Milan, they're down two zip to start the half. By the 60th minute, they seem dead in the water. I didn't check. I admit I didn't have the courage to check. I can only assume they were in the plus three to five thousands. If you were to bet on Milan live bet by the 60th minute to come back from that and win, um, they get kind of a quick penalty, which was like, oh, what's that? And as soon as they scored that, Juventus fall, fell apart. Milan took over. It was uh, in the blink of an eye. They were up 4-2, could have been up 5-2. Um, as I was telling you in private, first time in a while, I really missed the fans because people would have been losing their minds and going crazy in the stands had there been fans, but it was just uh, insane. And I couldn't be happier though. I didn't have any action on that one game. Andre, like I hate when people do this sort of like, Oh, I could do better than that type of thing, but I'm convinced I could just walk down on Colfax right now and gather 10 other people Mm. and protect a two goal lead with 30 minutes left. Yeah, I seriously doubt that. But <laughs> uh, re- regardless, I uh, yeah, it was uh, you, you don't see uh, swings like that very often. And City has been like that. It's been high scoring. We've been having some great upsets, some quick changes. Um, you know, Inter was upset by Bologna in the blink of an eye, 2-1, when they were down one man on top of everything. Um, and Lazio, my guys, you already hated them uh, against Lecce, who in the last five games, Lecce had been scored on 22 times. So they just sucked. I called them the Norwich of the Italian League, which frankly, I should have bet on Watford, who beat Norwich instead of getting cute. But Lazio just seemed like such a safer bet. Instead, no, Lazio loses 2-1. They should have lost way worse than that. Lecce had one of the worst missed penalties I've seen in a long time. Um, So insanely, the second best team loses to easily the worst team in the league like that and screws up my whole parlay it seemed like an easy breezy parlay down the drain instead as we're learning here andre and as you especially as you've become parlay <laughs> trigger happy there's no such thing as an easy parlay That's um right. i i should have gone i was gonna go watford i think you talked me out of Watford. you owe me money what <laughs> oh no um yeah i and i talked you into juve you were so yeah. skeptical but i was like oh no go for it this is an easy one i should have known that you were emotionally hedging against your own team so true it worked uh, great the greatest <laughs> emotional hedge of my life potentially so anyways i go oh and one uh chelsea took care of business i texted you uh christian Pulisic is yeah enough to make anyone a chelsea fan i mean I've had more fun betting on Chelsea than any other team other than Wolves. It's true. We need to be hammering that Pulisic to score a lot more. Yeah, we got to figure out how to pronounce his name because we're all over the board on that. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? (laughs) Uh, Anyways, he's awesome. He was only plus 160 to score, by the way, today. I looked that up. 
I'm like, that's Apparently, not enough value for me. And it's just how I felt about Bryson DeChambeau this weekend. Not enough value. Well, you don't care about the value when you win. Um, okay. Well, we both go 0-1 on our one play. I mean, the one the one time we've ever only had one play, we both miss. Uh, yeah. So there we go. We're back on the horse tonight, though. But before we talk about what we're going to do tonight, we're excited to talk about the NBA which at least is scheduled to get restarted here in the next couple of weeks. And so let's bring on our guy, Harrison Wind, right now to talk about this. What up, Harrison? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Great yeah. to have you on. Harrison, I open up my DraftKings Sportsbook app today, and I go over to the NBA to get ready, prep, do some prep for the show. And I have to say, I got, like, giddy inside when I saw an actual Nuggets game that you could you could bet on. Like, not a prop, not any of that. This is a real Nuggets game. You can bet. On the first one, August 1st is the scheduled date. Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets, Nuggets minus two. I, I was so happy to see that. Yeah, I, um, I'm i like subscribed to the Nuggets calendar, I think like through my iPhone. So the games automatically would like populate on the calendar on my iPhone. And I go on there and the whole Disney World slate is like now automatically on the calendar on my iPhone. So I had that same feeling when I saw that. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. Let's just yeah. start right there, though. Nuggets minus two on August 1st. Come on. What are we thinking here? So I went and picked uh, these eight games in uh, in an article, and I said it on the podcast um, a couple days ago. I've got the Nuggets dropping the opener oh. to the Heat. I've got them going six and two in the eight games, dropping the opener to the Heat and that game against the Clippers, which uh, I'm sure we'll get to. So yeah. I take the Heat. Um I don't know. I just think the Heat are not the type of team you want to be going against in like your first game back after a four month layoff. Like the Heat make you work for everything, and you know those guys will be coached up and ready to go. Not that the Nuggets won't. Just the Heat aren't the easiest team to open up against. I feel like. Right, they're in their backyard essentially too. That seems like a not a great draw there as well. Um, I'm so excited for that. That's supposed to be a morning game, right, or a little an afternoon game. Yeah, it's at um, 11 a.m. here, 1 p.m. Eastern. And I think the Nuggets had four of these eight games tipping off before 5 p.m., like local time. And they had, uh, I think, five games the entire season that they played that tipped off before 5 p.m. local time. Um, So they got, like, the morning schedule for sure, which, uh, like, they'll be adjusted by the time these games roll around another month. But still, I mean, NBA players operate on like a sleep in, stay up late type schedule. So it's going to be an adjustment for sure. Unreal. It's (laughs) the real NBA TV treatment in the playoffs where it's that one series that's on NBA TV. They basically just did that to the Nuggets in the final eight games with a schedule. Yeah, they've got like really they've got a tough schedule. I think the uh, third toughest in the league, toughest in the West, just from Mm -hmm. a strength of schedule standpoint. But um. Yeah, they kind of got the shaft with the morning with the morning slate. They'll be battle tested when they get to the real playoffs, though. <laughs> yeah, then they'll have to switch back to playing night games every night. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do we want to start this, Ryan? I mean, you just said you've got the Nuggets going six and two in this stretch. The good folks at DraftKings amazingly have the Nuggets as one of the lowest uh, win totals. Now, of course, I think. Public perception plays a lot into this. For example, the Pelicans are a whopping 5.5 wins in the final eight games. The Nuggets only at 3.5. 
Now, there are only two other teams that are lower than that in the Western Conference. That's the San Antonio Spurs and Phoenix Suns, who come in at two and a half. The Nuggets are tied with teams like Sacramento, Portland, Memphis to have three and a half wins. Um, so clearly a little disrespect here. And clearly with your six and two prediction going through the schedule, you don't see that really panning out. Yeah, I mean, I'd be pretty stunned if they went under. Like, like yeah. that would not be good. They would definitely drop, you know, with as tight as the West is right now, they would probably drop to like the six or the seven if yeah, they right. go four wins or under. So uh, that would be like worst case scenario. But I do wonder uh, if those totals came out before uh, the news came out that Jokic tested positive or after. I wonder how much that played a role in it. Right. Um, because like, yeah, he was asymptomatic from everything I'm hearing. He's recovered and feeling good. He's been testing negative. Um, but still, I, I mean, you don't know how that the time off that he took might affect him. Right. Uh, you don't know if, you know, just having the virus will affect him in some way down at Disney World. So I wonder if that played a part in it at all. Yeah, yeah can... and I guess that's a, an interesting question to follow up with is what is the current situation with Jokic? Um, what do you think the impact of this? Obviously, he was not on the flight with the team today. Yeah, so the Nuggets touched down at, uh, in Orlando about an hour ago, I think. Um, Jokic was not on that flight. Not a big s- surprise there um, because, you know, if a player has tested positive – uh, in the kind of stretch that the league has been doing this every other day testing thing, which they've been doing for the last several weeks, they got to jump through a lot of hoops and, you know, like test negative a lot of times in their home market, which Jokic hasn't been in before flying with the team. So that wasn't a huge surprise. Um, but, you know, f- from everything I'm hearing, like the Nuggets feel like pretty good about him getting back to joining the team soon. Um, the only thing that you're wondering about is like the Nuggets are facing a 48 hour quarantine right now in their hotel rooms. That's something Jokic is going to have to do once he gets back here. So, you know, they've got their first practice scheduled for Thursday or Friday. You know, even if he gets back tomorrow, he's not going to be able to participate in that and just kind of the days kind of keep building up. So, uh, the sooner they get him to Orlando, the better for sure. Right, yeah. I mean, every day that he's not there is two day, two more days that he's not going to be there at the very least. Right. Um, but, you know, what, what do we have here? We've got, what, 22, 23 days before they're going to play any basketball. So you have to assume that he gets in there sometime within the next two weeks, right, and has at least two weeks to get ready. Yeah, I don't think anybody is worried about him, like, missing a game or anything. Right. Um, their first scrimmage... Where is that here? They just came out with that uh, three-game scrimmage schedule per team, um, which I think starts maybe the 20th mm-hmm. off the top of my head, 22nd maybe. Um, so just a couple more weeks until that. You know, if you have them here before, then you're fine. But, I mean, right now you're wondering, like, what kind of work is he doing basketball-wise? What kind of work can he do? And, like, these guys have all been off for, you know, three plus months, almost four months uh, by next week. Uh, You just wonder like, you know, what kind of uh, basketball shape is he going to be in when he gets back here? Yeah. You know, in football, we talk about how it takes teams a little bit to get into the season. Usually you don't see high, you know, football at its highest quality product until maybe week four, week five. Uh, Is that how it works in basketball in the sense of you're expecting kind of the product to struggle a little bit here and during this eight game stretch? 
so that was what I initially was thinking um, before we found out that they were going to get like three plus weeks ramp up time. Uh, I thought they were going to try to squeeze this thing in a little tighter and they were only going to get like maybe two weeks of a mini camp. But I think with three weeks of practice and a couple scrimmages, the product should be decent. I think the product should be decent. And there's like this misconception about the NBA that like the product is really bad at the beginning of the season. It's not quite true. Like offense is okay. It's not as bad as people think at the very beginning of the year. So I think it's going to be okay. Um, Just like, cardio wise and stamina wise, I think is a thing to watch out for because like you can work out, you can lift weights, you can run on a treadmill, but it's totally different when you get in between the lines and are actually playing basketball and going up and down. Like, trust me, I know that better than anybody. (laughs) I know that from playing in like adult leagues better than anybody. It's totally different. Really true. Yeah. Well, and that's where the nuggets depth might really play into this. And, uh, if not to be a Nuggets optimist, but if there was one player who doesn't necessarily need to be in the best of shape to, to still have a, a pretty high level impact on the game, I think it's our uh, our Nikola Jokic and uh, totally, what he yeah. can do, you know, just based off the IQ and the passing and all he's got in. But three and a half, I, I just can't get over that, especially since outside of the eight seed in the West, they're the only team in that one through seven range. Um that's that's below that's you know the win total below 500 i mean especially if you look at some of these teams on their schedule they play san antonio in game three uh i don't think san antonio wants to be at at disney world i don't know what type of effort you're going to get from the spurs adam adam mars has thrown it out there he thinks the spurs are going to go oh and eight at disney world uh i could see it i could see it i mean they've got utah who is just like falling apart at the seams right now It seems like they don't have Bogdanovich. I don't think they have Conley. Uh, they've also played. Nuggets have played Utah really well this season when Utah's been at full strength. And then uh, that third to last game against the Lakers, the Lakers are going to be resting everybody by then. They'll, they're going to have clinched the one seed by then. Um, so the Nuggets actually really lucked out with getting the Lakers late in the schedule. So, I mean, that should be three wins right there. And uh, you know, Toronto might be resting in that last game. Right. Uh, uh, it's tough. I just don't see them going under, man. That's that's a low, low number. It's crazy, especially because, you, like you mentioned, there's a chance of them playing quite a few teams with nothing to play for. And there's a pretty good chance that every one of these games will be consequential for the Nuggets. Um, I wonder how many stretches all season, if any, they've had where they went three and five during an eight-game stretch. Not many. Uh, yes. There probably haven't been many stretches over the last two years where they've lost three in a row. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, that's been like something they've hung their hat on. So, yeah, I, I can't see it um, unless like Jokic doesn't come, doesn't join right, the team. Right, right. Then I think you could be talking about an under. But I mean, yeah. that's like one of the few scenarios. Uh, yeah, exactly. On a non-Nuggets note, are you subscribing to this with me and millions of other people that the NBA is going to try to figure out a way to get the Pelicans into the playoffs? I mean, yeah, it's it's a fun theory, and it was fun to jump on that when the schedule came out, and they just had by far the easiest eight games. <laughs> it was like by far, um, but then you were like, oh, well, the Pelicans also had by far the easiest schedule from that point on uh, in the normal regular season. Uh, but yes, if you had to ask the league, they definitely want the Pelicans in. If you had to give them truth serum, they definitely would say that for sure. 
plus 290 on the Pelicans. I mean, I want the Pelicans in, in too. I want Everyone the Pelicans. Yeah. yeah. Just put them in there. Like, can they just take the Brooklyn Nets uh, seven seed right now? I, I think Brooklyn would be fine with that as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Tor- I just got a notification. Woj, uh, Torian Prince not playing for them as well. That's another starter uh, the Nets won't have. So, And that's uh, they're at two and a half. I think that under might might be looking pretty yeah, they could go over for uh, sure. In fact, I think they've taken the line off already. You mentioned <laughs> San Antonio could lose them all. They're at two and a half. I think that under sounds juicy, though uh, my – Daryl Morey inspired projections because that's who invented the this version of the projections for the NBA would say that's uh, that's unwise. But I think what what you're saying about the Spurs um, coming from the guy who thinks that like the Patriots would win with me at quarterback. I feel like you would subscribe to the same thing with the Spurs. I know the Spurs are intriguing to me, but if Pop doesn't care, then they lose all the intrigue they have. Mm. Yeah, I, I just like, yes, the Spurs are the Spurs. I, I get that line of thinking. Right. Um, but I just got to think they fall into the same category as like the Suns and the Kings. And if you had to pull the players on those teams, I bet you 50% of them would be like, no, nah, I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, and, right. and like if San Antonio loses their first couple of games, you can't tell yeah. me like they're going to give that big of an effort, you know, in, in the remaining six. Is there a chance the teams yeah, just right. bailing? Like, could the, could they be out and just say like, "All right, we're done. See you guys later." Like, we're heading home. Just like lose, like go zero and three, and then just hop on the next Uber out of uh, Orlando. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like in these unprecedented times, literally anything is possible. I mean, I guess it'd be a bad look for Lee. I mean, imagine yeah. a team just rolling out there with five guys. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be a terrible look for the league. Yeah. Terrible. Especially, you know, as the league doesn't want everyone to think there's an asterisk on everything because that's going to make people want to watch less and pay attention less and care yeah. less. So I'm sure they would fight hard against that. I All right. For sure. I loved what you were saying about Utah, though. I don't know. How are they at four and a half? This is exactly how I feel about the Padres and Rockies, where it's like, is there a typo here? Like, how is Utah at four and a half, but the Nuggets at three and a half? I think that under for for the Jazz sounds terrific. I don't know, man. It just must be the public perception. Like, Denver's losses this year, their big losses were so loud. That's like all anybody can think about that Clippers loss, especially. I mean, that's got to be it, right? Yeah, no, I yeah, mean, it has to. Yeah, absolutely. But then, like, people are forgetting about playoff Jokic. Well, I guess this isn't the playoffs yet, but I feel like he's going to turn it on early and often. But we'll see, I guess. Um, Nuggets to win the Western Conference at plus twelve hundred. That's fourth, which is interesting. With them being what third lowest in terms of win total, they're fourth highest in terms of winning the conference um obviously you're not going to say this is likely but how do you feel about their chances of doing that um you know if they were able to avoid the clippers or lakers until the conference finals i'd feel pretty good about that um but that means they uh that means the clippers like would have to fall or they'd have to fall or something like that, those two teams are really the only two teams where I don't feel pretty confident in a playoff matchup right. that gets against you know anybody else. I would definitely take them in a series. 
Uh, but the Clippers are, and Lakers are just another tier above. So if they could find a way to avoid those teams before the Western Conference Finals, and then, you know, who knows what happens at that point if you were just to meet up in the Conference Finals like right. a month from now. Who knows what right, those teams right. are going to look yeah. like. Totally. I think that's that's kind of your path. And then along those same lines, I'm not going to ask you to speak on the Avalanche here unless you have some, you know, um, <laughs> Nate McKinnon, Kale McCarr takes you on a let fly. Uh, but they've got what they're calling the Mile High Mega Boost at DraftKings Sportsbook. Colorado Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup combined with the Nuggets just to make the Western Conference Finals is plus 5280. So assuming that the Avs take care of business, what do you uh-huh. think the Nuggets' chances are of just making it there to the Western Conference Finals? I think it's I think it's decent. Like, like I said, if they can avoid uh, the Lakers and Clippers, um, the, the Lakers, I, I think, is a better matchup for Denver than the Clippers, though. Um the Lakers have lost Avery Bradley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwight Howard is going to Orlando. There was some talk he wasn't, but um, I mean, the primary defender on Jamal Murray in that series was going to be Avery Bradley. Right. Uh, so now it's Alex Caruso, which you know he's a capable defender, but I think it's uh, significant enough of a drop off to make it you know a, a talking point. Um, so I, I actually like the Nuggets against the Lakers more than I do against the Clippers. Yeah. Well, and the Lakers are really one injury away. That's the nice thing. The Clippers kind of have that depth that uh, gives them a little more insurance. And uh, sadly, I know one of your two projected losses is to the Clippers. So you think the Clips will stay in that, that second seed? Yeah. Um, the Clippers have an interesting schedule because they play the Lakers opening night. Mm-hmm. And... You know, both teams are going to be going, you know, full out for that game. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said earlier, the Nuggets get the Lakers much later on. Um, so that's that, that's an advantage in the Nuggets schedule over uh, the Clippers one. But, Dre, you were talking about it earlier. Depth is going to be a big key. Yeah. And I agree uh, because I think rotations are going to be expanded, like beyond their regular eight or nine guys through yeah. these eight games. I think be. coaches are going to open it up. Right. There's going to be a lot of people thinking about injuries. That's probably the number one concern, like soft tissue injuries. Yeah. Um, so I think rotations are going to open up, and that should help the Nuggets and Clippers. And MPJ? It should. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. You would think. Uh, Michael Malone said last week that um, he should get a chance to play. So well, I, I yes agree. He should. Yes I agree. He should. he should get a chance to play. <laughs> He'll uh, he'll get a chance. I, I I feel confident in saying that. Oh my goodness! Oh, All right, wow. All right, Dre, you got anything else for Harrison on these lines? Okay, I've just got two teams that the numbers like: Dallas, which for point differential would be the third best team in the West. And considering the mm. injuries they had, you know that kind of slowed them down uh, before things shut down. I think might be one of those teams that benefit a little more from the break. My numbers like them over four and a half. That's tricky. I mean, that's a tricky line, but um, are you intrigued by the Mavs there? I am because one of my theories about everybody going to Disney World in this upcoming playoffs, top-tier talent just might win out. It might be, uh, you know, when you get down to, like, a game seven and then the semis and the – or, you know, just just even these in these eight games. Right. Your top-10 talent, top talent just might put you over the edge when, you know, you kind of – you're so far removed from the regular season and like that 
you know, perfect cohesion and that sym- uh, right. synergy and chemistry that you had. Maybe just like your top players take over. Right. And I mean, Rick Carlisle, great coach. And there's not much to draw it up. It's run a pick and roll and get the ball to Luca. Right. So, Which is a lot of what they do anyway. So. Yeah, totally. And yeah. Luca's very comfortable doing that. He's been doing that for a grip. Okay, fine. Now you got me going down this road. Any chance anyone but Giannis wins the MVP? No, it's Giannis. Okay. It's okay. a lock. Good. Good. A lock. I'm glad I won't waste my money on Luca plus a thousand then. Okay. Final question then. The numbers like Toronto over the four and a half. Uh-huh. I'm just concerned if they shut it down, do they get four wins and then shut it down? Can I, can I eke out a fifth before they shut it down in the East? This sounds promising, but, but I have my concerns here because, because the seating's much more locked in for those Eastern conferences. So they're up three games on the Celtics, mm-hmm. three games, not that much, right. not that little, but if you are Toronto, you desperately want the second seed. Like you desperately want the second seed. So you get the nets or the magic yes, or yes. whoever, or if the wizard somehow climb into the eighth spot, <laughs> yeah, not um, you want the seven seed badly. Right. Right. Uh, okay. Because like the nets are falling apart right now. Right. It's the difference um, between the nets or the Sixers. So yeah, magic- it's a, yeah, it's a difference between the nets or the magic or the uh, 76ers. So yeah. Right. I would feel good about that Toronto over. Sweet. I, I love feel, it. I feel okay. Yeah. Wow. That's an interesting one. You, they might call up Michael Malone to find out how to mess with the seating and make sure you end up exactly where you want. <laughs> yeah. The Nuggets know how to do that. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thank you so much, Harrison, for all of your insights. We are uh, counting down the days until August 1st when all this gets started. So, uh, appreciate all you do and thanks for coming on with us man yeah thanks. so am i thanks for having me guys see you harrison all right great stuff really mm-hmm. uh, i'm so freaking excited for these games it's so nice to be talking yeah, about american cool. sports no disrespect premier league awesome yeah, um fights in abu dhabi right. fantastic <laughs> i just i'd love to see a, a basketball game oh. in america TBT. I feel uh, you, bro. I watched some TBT this weekend. It didn't, it didn't, didn't quite hit the spot. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't doing it for me. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, NWSL has been a team sport back in the US. But yeah, that it was fun, but it wasn't quite, you know. I'll take I, I just want sports in the evenings, frankly. I'm and oh, then true. now what's crazy is I'm realizing NHL. MLB has always done this, but NBA and NHL, they'll have games like throughout the day. I mean, right. we're gonna oh, have yeah. like March Madness marathons. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at that, uh, if you look at the game lines on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, you see that almost all of them are on August 1st. I mean, of course, you've got July 31st and then a bunch of August 1st, but like this is that's Thursday and Friday, the NCAA tournament beautiful i mean Games it's all day long so uh get your seat reserved here at the dnvr bar because it's going to be a long day uh speaking of DraftKings sportsbook want to give a shout out to them make sure you go download the DraftKings sportsbook app 
right now and get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Use the code DNVR at checkout. Get that sign-up bonus up to $1,000 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Get in on all these odds boosts, these fun little parlays that they put together, and then boost those odds. You can you, you can play along with our round-robin parlay in UFC mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, tons and tons of fun stuff going on at DraftKings Sportsbook. Even if you want to bet $1 on each game just, just for the fun of it, I promise you'll have fun with it. So go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only. The bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. And the deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Nice. All right, Dre. Uh, you're you're kind of right. Like, why am I? I'm already tired of 11 a.m. action. I, I was really loving it. Now I'm like, I just can't. I just go home and eat dinner and then watch this. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Um, it's gonna be a lot. And uh, we work in sports, so I think we'll survive. But even I'm concerned about maintaining my work while watching all these games. And watching those games kind of is my work. So I. I, I I feel bad for for the rest of you, especially those of you who are still working from home. I mean, right. the temptation must be too much to not work while watching sports consecutively every day for all of July and August, which sounds amazing. I'm all in. I'm truly counting down the days, even though I'm I'm getting some nice wins here and there too. Um, you know, we need to mention there's an insane odd boost right now at DraftKings. Um, well, there's lots of odd boosts. You can opt in, though, to the big fight we talked about on yesterday's episode, Usman Masvidal. You can get either at this insane plus 500. So you want the favorite, the minus 200 favorite in the champ Usman? Go for it and take him at plus 500. I mean, it's I... just DraftKings again. They're, they're just such great people. Am I lame for hating when they – I want to bet on the underdog, but when they do well, this, yeah. they are forcing my hand to bet on the favorite. They are. I think I think the fairer thing should be uh, – and if I'm going Masvidal, you give me a plus 500 to the plus two, on top, whatever yes. he gets. Right. And Usman, you're not getting anything subtracted, so that's still probably where the value lies, but it's uh, – and even better but you know i mean these sports books ryan they're they make money off the underdogs they're just we're all just getting baited all these parlays on my favorites they're just baiting me to take the favorites because they know eventually they'll make money on the dog so how you should have never shamed me for going after underdogs because i'm I'm just like the smart people at DraftKings and any other sports book so we're probably going to end up having to play both sides of that but that's a conversation for friday uh, and we'll figure that out. Uh, as for tomorrow, yeah, got a nice little, what is that, a four-game slate in the Premier League mm-hmm. uh, for us tomorrow afternoon. What do you like? I'll tell you off the bat, and this is obvious. I like Wolves plus 115 uh, on the money line to take on Sheffield United. Sheffield United, famous for, of course, being part of what screwed us over in our first ever English Premier League bet. Nope. It wasn't their fault. It was the ref's fault, but now I blame them. Sheffield's kind of hurt me at several several different <laughs> corners, um, which is why I am strongly considering um, fading you here. Strongly. But before I make that final decision, can we just talk about how we talked about 
Leicester, Arsenal, we liked both sides, which meant it would be a tie. But anytime we pick the ties, they never happen. So we just stayed away and it ended up being a GD tie. Like, Ryan, That's how it works. You can't write this works. stuff. That's how but it works. I hope that the good listeners were able to decipher, you know, that do that Illuminati math and figure it out and made a lot of money on the tie. Also, um, heavy heart. And I've been thinking of our guy, Chris Hill. He had an amazing free bet. He put it on a two, two, uh, round parlay. Um, he sent us the screenshot. The first thing I did when I woke up this morning was go and see if Chris's parlay hit. Um, as you can imagine, the overhit, the under did not. So mm. thinking about you, my guy, um, because I was really rooting for that back to the premiership. Um, yeah, I'm going to fade you and take Sheffield United. I will regret it instantly, but I'm going to do it because we like to have fun here. Um, so plus 295, you you can't beat that that, that uh, value there. Ryan. Well, you know what's going to happen now, right? <laughs> that the wolves will win oh dude he said he's saying that his uh parlay did hit the Chris under did hit on the wyverns so it was under in the first five innings oh yes let's go that's amazing great good i'm so happy i said something outstanding phenomenal look good. at that you're con you're controlling oh. outcomes that have happened in the past now the opposite of what you're saying that's right um all right, yeah. so you're going to fade me, and Wolves and Sheffield are going to tie. That'll be fun. Um, <laughs> speaking know. of ties, hear me out on this one. This is a new bet for me. West Ham taking on Burnley. Now, seeing a side as poor as West Ham sitting there at minus 107 is just burning a hole in my eyes. Yeah. So I've got a play here, and I'm curious to see what you think about it. Okay. I'm going to hit the double chance. I want Burnley or tie. Burnley or tie at minus 113. I love <laughs> I love this. What? This is insane. Yes, this is amazing. Where has the where has the tie or upset been all my life? This is incredible. Yes. The only thing that I'm trying to think here, and maybe you want to talk through this with me. I, I like when we Let's talk through it. these yeah, ideas yeah. on the on the show. Wouldn't you wouldn't you be better off sprinkling the tie and Burnley instead of combining them together? Mm. Because Boy. let's just so let's say you put ten dollars on tie, ten dollars on Burnley, and yeah. and the less uh there's less juice on tie so that's plus 250 so you put down 20 you end up coming out with 35 right yeah yes uh and no I mean, sorry no you end up coming one out with 25 hits. right yeah one of the two hits so if, if they tie you put down 20 you got your 10 back that you bet on the tie Plus the 250, so now you're at 35, minus the 10 that you bet on Burnley, right? So you bet right. 20 and 125. That's better odds than the minus 113. Of yeah, course, if, yeah. if Burnley wins, you come up winning as well. So I think that might actually be the play here. But that one does that one would count as like two bets here where I'm betting against myself. I'm guaranteed to lose one, win one. So I'll just give out the Burnley or tie. Minus 113 on the double chance, but maybe uh, behind closed doors, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play both lines. Hmm. Okay. 
I like this a lot though. I um I like nothing more than betting against West Ham. Yeah. I was saying the same thing. I was looking at them at minus 107 as I'm trying to figure out parlays, and it was like, what? Outside of that insane Chelsea upset, they've been awful. They haven't done anything in years, basically. Um, not since 2019, essentially. Okay. I have because and, all they, the... and like they do not play good football or soccer, no. whatever you want no, to call it. That's right. Um it is tough to watch. I don't know. I don't know much about Burnley, but uh, I'm down. I'm down to play him. That's right. Yeah, can't sometimes, be much worse. Sometimes you just need an enemy. Your mic's uh, uh, muted. I said that's why I couldn't choose them. I wanted to, but it just—it's rough to watch. It's true. It it's, is. It really is. Um, I stand by my Ali should be a Manchester United fan, even more. I'm going Chelsea, back. To the- Chelsea, she should be a Chelsea fan. I mean, we both talked today how we we get to be Chelsea fans because of uh, Polisic, Polisic, Polisic. CP22, uh, as I call yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. CP22. I haven't made my official announcement with a hat or anything. So maybe if, if Ryan is saying that I should be a Chelsea fan, then Will Whalen is going to slide into my text messages like he has before sending me a bunch of Chelsea stuff and Nina is going to be like oh my god so Ryan you might have started something bad <laughs> and you you're you were leaning towards Man City right uh, Man Wrong. City and Chelsea Man City, City and Chelsea basically her unofficial pick yeah they were the leader in the clubhouse yep Man City it, was the leader in the clubhouse for sure it's speaking of very uh, much like when a recruit gives, they announce they're going somewhere, but they haven't filled out the paper, right? They're still taking visits. Yes, yes. I still haven't selected the hat as a bunch of people wanted me to announce it that way. So I still haven't made that a big official announcement, but so who knows? I could switch it up. The funniest thing of all of this is the people who've been texting me to choose their teams. Like I was saying, Will's texting me a bunch of Chelsea gifts and videos. And then our friend B Babs was texting me a bunch of Arsenal stuff. Uh, So I've I've gotten a little bit of everything. I like it. All right. Well, speaking of Man City, they are minus 1000 tomorrow. Um, So there's really nothing there. They're playing Newcastle. Yeah. is there any bet you can make on this? I mean, do you just want to, I don't even feel comfortable throwing them into a parlay because that's no. come back to bite me recently. I tried sticking them in a parlay with Barcelona, who's also minus 700, and added Liverpool, and all that got me to like minus 100 for a three way parlay with ties factored in. Um, so yeah, you, you need to stay away from that. I would, I wouldn't advise it, but if you wanted to sprinkle Newcastle at plus 2200, I mean, I doubt City gets upset two games in a row, but I mean, that's where the value lies here. The minus a thousand is just kind of insane. I will be against your judgment, better or not. I, I won all weekend on favorites parlay, so I'm, I'm going back to the well. I don't care that stupid Lazio ruined my, my day today. I'm taking Liverpool at minus 182, Barcelona at minus 700, Atalanta at minus 305, um, and putting them in a parlay for plus 133. Okay. Um, I got to be honest here. I, I there's some. I just I've got a little feeling on Brighton tomorrow. 
I got a little feeling that they might they a might come through. Sensation. I love this. I definitely in that parlay, the one I feel least confident about is Liverpool. Um, if you wanted another favorite, you could take Napoli at Genoa. You're basically getting the same odds if you're not feeling Liverpool. Yeah, there's something I don't know. I just think they might brighten up the days of their supporters tomorrow. I, I, also, what is Hove Albion? Is that another city? Is this a combination of cities? What's going on here? <laughs> That's for our British listeners. I, I uh, Michael's here, I, I believe, uh, from Broncos Europe. What is this what like? Is, Hove is Albion, this like right. Denver and Salt Lake City like combined to make a team? Right. Right. He was here. Oh, uh, like. 45 minutes ago so i'm not sure i think it's pretty late over there he was here at midnight uh in the uk he's no longer here oh no no this was from before okay okay yeah we'll we'll find out we'll find out we'll find out what hove albion is yeah is it two combined cities that'd be great um also unrelated but i think related to some extent is uh one of these episodes where we've lost we should name it shadeless in seattle Maybe if we oh, lose on that, a Seattle pick, yeah. Did I ruin it? Yeah, I like it. Okay, good. No, no. I, I mean, it was pretty dumb from the start, so it was hard <laughs> to ruin. Um, <laughs> good, good. So, anyways, I'm only taking two official, but I'm I'm just saying I've got, you know, if I were listening to this show, I would try and listen to the to our feelings more than in, than our actual picks. <laughs> so I've true. got. I'm feeling a little something with Brighton. I can, I'm feeling it inside me. So there you go. There's my unofficial pick. I like it. I um, we've got a full slate in the Italian league, so I'm taking that parlay. I'm fading RK and taking Sheffield United because why not? Who cares? Um, and I've got four picks in the Italian league. Napoli at minus ones, three big favorites: Napoli, Roma, and Torino, all in the minus over minus one fifty-five. But then I've got a nice upset, Sassuolo at plus 200. They're going to a young Bologna team flying hot um, off their upset of Inter. I don't think it'll last. Sassuolo's been scoring a lot of goals, uh, some veteran players on that team. They're are, not traveling far because you're getting the road team advantage again. So, Are all the Italian sides named after lunch meat? You've got Bologna, Genoa, Salami over there. What's going on here? Parma, which I'm sure you associate with food. These are just city names, guys. Uh, just city names. That's all uh, right. All right. Just, we've got. I guess that's where these these foods are coming from. That's exactly right. Yep, that's uh, precisely right. You like Hamburg as well. Uh, in in the in the German <laughs> league, yes. <you> do. <laughs> that's correct you stumped me we should also mention soccer's coming back stateside tomorrow um with the mls this is well, one I, of wait, those... I saw is there two games tomorrow i saw yeah. one of the games has been canceled already yes um yeah that's not... correct but not of the two games that are going on tomorrow you can get an odds boost on one of those that's inner miami scores first and win versus orlando city which seems like a decent hedge when um, so many of these teams that score first end up winning, and you're getting nice odds on that. My Inner Miami is a plus 130 favorite, and with that odds boost, you're getting them at plus 200, though you need them to score first, too. Uh, as we found out with these leagues starting back up, especially a league like this where they will only two games in, uh, I would advise letting this play out a little. Have some fun with the futures maybe tonight before things kick off. 
but I would advise a, a wait and see. But but let's watch some MLS tomorrow evening. I've been missing sport in the evening, so this will be fun. I have a hard-hitting question for you. Where do you stand Ooh. on these teams stealing, like, the nicknames from other countries because it really, really bothers me. Like Inter Miami, stop that. Uh, NYC FC, you're not a football club because you play in America. You are a soccer club. Like, and then you've got Orlando City SC. Like they figured it out. Can we have some sort of uh, cohesion here? It's driving me nuts. If uh, if you were to guess what side of the spectrum I I fall on, what what would you guess? I'm assuming that you're not in favor of Real Salt Lake. I hate it. It drives me bonkers. It's the worst thing we've ever done. <laughs> we need to not use British terms for our soccer. I don't use British terms because my soccer is calcio. I grew up in Italy. You know, I don't have an inferiority complex. None of us should, especially not to the British. You know, I love you all. But uh, I, I shouldn't look up to you either, you know. So we need to make it our own thing. We need to embrace soccer. We need to eliminate these names. Uh, it's foolishness, Ryan. It's uh, it's bad. It's bad for our soccer culture, I'd say. Then, like, you got – it is so bad. I'm so glad you're with me on this. Oh, it yeah. just really bothers me how there's no cohesion. Uh, like, Atlanta United FC, they're just pulling <laughs> buzzwords out of the air. Yes, that's what it is. They are. My least favorite is Sporting Kansas City. Oh, It, it kind of works, but it's like Sporting Lisbon's what they're doing. And yeah, the FCs are insane. They're insane. It is Mark. nice that you can tell who the OG teams are, like the Rapids, because they're just city or state mascot, like we, right. as we do in America. But the, the one that gets me the most is Real Salt Lake. Oh. Like. Oof. Just think of Salt Lake City for a second and then try and imagine <laughs> them saying Real Salt Lake in front of their name. Yeah. Uh, All right, I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yes, That's my yes, biggest yes. beef with the MLS. Otherwise, uh, it's they're doing they the product keeps getting better. And, uh, I, I appreciate them for that. So, all right, we'll be tuned in tomorrow evening uh, as there's finally sports in the evening in the United States. That'll be great. Orlando City and Inter Miami. What is CF? Or Inter Miami CF. <laughs> oh, oh boy, uh, I feel set up a little bit. I, for a second, I forgot where I was and just let it fly. I, I do not know what CF is, um, but we have some insights on Albion here. It's an alternate name for the island of Britain, and Hove is a city next to Brighton. So we're just throwing together all sorts of stuff here. They're kind of pulling a little MLS here. Is that a parlay right there? It's a Brighton Hove Albion parlay. It's a three-wayer. Oh, my God. CF is Club de Football. I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. But I, <laughs> I love the insights, yeah. At least Miami has, like, some culture to back it up there. That's right. Andre, I don't, I, I can't think of what inappropriate thing you were going to, that you immediately thought for that. <laughs> Whatever inappropriate words start with C and F, Allie. Uh, oh, this, is a, this is a fun game I like to play at home, you know. <laughs> I, okay, whatever. All right, that's a, I think that's a good place for us to stop. I mean, we could go all night here, but uh, I think we'll wrap it up here before we get ourselves into more trouble. Good call. All right. Thank you to the commenters for helping us out with all of these confusing names. Appreciate everyone. Uh, hope you guys all have a great day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Look, Michael was here. Nice. Oh, yeah, he was here all Legendary. along. Legendary. Nicely done.
Even he didn't know what Hove Albion was. <laughs> he stayed out of it. Like the <laughs> He's like, I'm not here. I'm not here. Don't look at me. All right. We're wrapping it up. DNVR Bets Daily. Thanks again for tuning in. Good luck on your bets.